is just the Jesus on the inside. When he starts to reflect himself on the outside, he makes you beautiful. And that's why we are all beautiful. The Bible says we are beautifully made. Wonderfully and beautifully made. What a privilege. God made us in his own image. So that's why if we smell, we smell like God. If we breathe, we breathe like God. If we walk, we walk like God. So everything about us is beautiful. Can I say to you women that you are beautiful? Sometimes people change the color of their skin and feel that they are not beautiful enough and because of that you want to reflect. No. You don't need to bleach. You don't need no makeup. You don't need a special, you know, look or anything. But let Jesus on your inside. From the first day that we gave our life to Christ, Jesus on the, on the inside begin to manifest on the outside of us. And thereby reflecting Jesus every minute, every second. If we decide to follow Jesus and reflect him every minute, every second, we shall be beautified. And to be beautified by God's glory means you are more beautiful or attractive. You are adorned in his glory. And in that Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 27, let's quickly go to the book of Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 27. So then God said, after God has created all these beautiful things, the heavenlies, we are still going to talk about that later in time permits. After he has created everything in the heavenly, making provision for man to come forth. He said then 26, then God said, let us make man in our own image. It is a privilege. So we are beautiful right from the beginning of creation. Let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. So we are beautiful. We look like God. Somebody asked me, where is God? I am God standing here because God has made me part of me, himself. And let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that moves along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful. You are beautiful from inside. He said, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fishes of the seas and the birds of the air and over everything. Living creature that moves on the ground. What a privilege to be created in God's own image. I'm talking about we are made more beautiful or attractive or we are downed by his glory. And in that book of Psalm 139, let's quickly go to it. Psalm 139, from verse 13. He said, For you created my inmost being. We are beautiful. God created us right from the time that we are in our mother's womb. We are just ordinary water, but God started to form us. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Who say you are not beautiful? You are wonderfully and beautifully made. Your works are wonderful. What are the works of his hand? He created the from fluid, he created the bones, 
He created the structure. He started to put eyes. He put, uh, when you look at the embryo in the womb, it looks so ugly. But all these pictures have been there. Because they are beautiful in God's own uh, 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 way of creation. He now says, I praise you because I am fearfully and beautifully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. We must praise God for the way we are created. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depth of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Before one of them came to be, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of, of them. Amen. And he said, were well, I to count them, they will outnumber the grains of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. You must be grateful to God. Because God so much loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will have everlasting life. Therefore, I cannot say that we have been beautified right from our mother's womb. How? That psalm is talking about it. From that verse 13. He weaves and knits a being in our mother's womb. And when you look at the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he talks about how he has been called right from his mother's womb as well. Just write that as something that you can, you, you can refer to for the future. Isaiah 43, 17, 20, uh, 21. He has beautified by God to praise and bring honor to him. However, we are not supposed to use our beauty to bring disgrace to God. We are not supposed to use our beauty to, to do horrible things. That's why we must be very careful on how we take care of this body that God has given to us. We are beautiful. We are made beautiful so that we can praise Him. That's what that Isaiah 43, 17 and 21 says. And also to reflect into the whole world. That is what made us beautiful. We, so that Jesus inside, on our inside, we begin to reflect on our outside. So reflect into the whole world. That is what makes us beautiful. That is why He made us beautiful. Why did He make us beautiful? Why did Jesus beautify us? Jesus beautifies us so that we can praise, God, praise Him in a wonderful way. We use our body to praise Him. We don't use our body to do any wrong thing. Our mind, because it's from the inside, we are beautiful from the inside. Our mind begins to reflect the mind of Christ because that's what He said in Corinthians chapter 1 towards the end. He said our mind, must, we have the mind of Christ. So we must think alike like Christ. We must do things like Christ. We must reflect Christ because we, are, we have the same mind. So our mind is being renewed all the time. Our spirit also. God's glory is revealed right from the time that we are in embryo state. In our mother's womb. His glory started revealing from that time. Then he began to form us in the womb. Before we came up to be matured, giving back to and we start to grow, even in the natural. He said he knew us before we were born. If you look at that Psalm 139, 
I sanctify you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nation. That's what he said to Jeremiah. In that uh, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Throughout this conference, I want us to have this in heart. These two powerful words. Because when God gave me this word, I cherish it so much. What are these two words? Beautify and glory. Beautify and glory must remain with us throughout this conference and also throughout our life, lifetime. When we have these two words, we'll be able to know how to love God. We'll be able to know how to follow God. We'll be able to know how to demonstrate God to many people because it is God that gave us life. If God has not given us life, we wouldn't have been like this. Even for powder to stay on our faces, it's God that renew our flesh, makes our flesh to, to look alright. If not, the powder will be falling off. You can't even put powder. Can you put powder on the bone? It will be flaking away. But God structured us. So to anyone that might have felt, I'm ugly, I'm not beautiful. And you are comparing yourself with another person. No. God knows why it made your nose the way your nose is. Your nose is beautiful. Let me encourage somebody here. God knows why he gave you those uh, the eyes that you have. The eyes that is blinking and opening and blinking and open, or the one that is covered and open a little bit. God knows why he gave it to you. You are beautiful. The word beautify, therefore, means to improve the approach of uh, the appearance. To improve the appearance of a person. To improve the appearance individual that's beautified we have been made beautiful but from glory to glory it keeps on renewing our strength it's not how you used to look last last year that you are looking now it's not how you used to look when you're a baby that you are looking here it was now it was the glory that can begin to transform from the womb so when you are born advanced so when the, the transformation begins you start to crawl you start to walk then you are matured Maturity from infant, maturity into adulthood. Before you, you know, I have so much to say. Let's not waste time there. So the word we define means to improve the appearance of, of a person. So God has gradually been improving our appearance. Right from the womb. I said to you, look at the embryo. You just to give that to such embryo. That seems as if we have a tail. You won't look beautiful like that. But God knew the next stage. The next stage. The next stage and informed us. Then our, and our, our hands are formed. Our legs are formed. Then you can differentiate between the bone and the chest. You know? The word beautif beautify. To improve the appearance of an environment or a thing. That is our home. Beautified by God's glory. Our workplaces. Our church. Our offices. I can't to mention but a few. The appearance of all these things that God gave to us. Because God is beautiful. Everything about God is beautiful. So everything about us too must be beautiful. The word beautify also means the appearance of unfading beauty. The appearance of an unfading beauty. The beauty that God gives to us doesn't fade away. Man-made beauty will fade away. So maybe you went to change your face. They do that abroad here. And I know in Nigeria they are not doing it. I don't like the structure of my face. 
So they go and change the, the structure of their faces. Before you know it, when you are going, the changes come because that is not the one that God has genuinely or physically created. When we talk about beautify, the is to improve the appearance of an unfading glory. The glory is there. A Christian should be a complement to the kingdom of God in every aspect of life. I reference the book of Second Corinthians, chapter three, two to three. We are God's own letter. Because of time, we will not be going back to the scripture. The word beautify means maintaining a clean, neat, modest, and appropriate appearance. Therefore, that should be our responsibility. Is to maintain. Is to, uh, uh, to, to to maintain a clean and neat or a beautiful appearance. We must not neglect how we look. To neglect how we look can diminish us totally. The scripture describes our body as the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is in us, then it's making us beautiful from inside to reflect on the outside. And that you can write again in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse sixteen, verse seventeen, and same 1 Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen, verses nineteen to twenty. Amen. Perfect attire is essential for women who represent Christ. Women advise not to have an outward adornment, but to use such adornment to emphasize what is within. So show me, show me a woman that is beautiful. I will, I will tell you, the way they dress, we know whether they are beautiful or unbeautiful. First Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4, talks about how women adorn themselves with God's beauty in the scripture. So if you are beautiful from inside, your dressing will show from the outside. A beautiful woman that is beautiful from inside does not dress anyhow. You don't follow them to wear all these clothes that you open your back, you open one, one side of your, of your hand, or this style that they have got is another latest one. They cut, they, they, you wear beautiful clothes, so they now cut the shoulder so that you can show your shoulder off. It's yeah, it. They don't even tell that's how they sew it. Yes. Such woman is not beautiful from inside. Jesus is there, but it's not allowing Jesus to do the work to the outside. Yes. You're only copying the world. You, your, your own God is in the world. So after this, beautified by his glory. No mother should wear their children any rough clothes anymore. No, 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 no mother herself to just dress anyhow. You cannot afford to do that. That's why we have a standard in our church. You can't dress anyhow. God has given me that grace to be able to tell you that you cannot dress like this. And I know that grace will come upon you too in Jesus' name. Because sometimes you are afraid. You can't tell people. Pastors are afraid because they don't want uh, their church member to go. So you can't even tell them how to dress well. And they will listen to the message. No. Sometimes, because sometimes you don't reach it through message. You only reach it through when, when we have topic like this. Or when only Ghost is directing the man of God to preach it. And through the word of God, the new word of God, that the man of God is preaching, he can touch their heart. But before it touches that heart, other people would have copied wrong things. Before you know, you have a lot of casualty that you are treating. So it's better to identify the 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 the, 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 the spoiled potato or the spoiled uh, tomatoes, and then 
allow the other ones in the basket to breathe properly. If not, people like to copy. How do you beautify yourself as a godly person? Maybe you might ask that question. I've told you that you have Jesus on the inside. He represents if you Jesus well, you will be you'll be seen from the outside. Now let's see how we beautify ourselves as godly person. Think of your expensive makeup. Or your revealing or see-through attires. Sometimes you wear clothes. Instead of lining them up properly, we reveal it. We reveal our body. And it's a style. It's a style that is really not just the matter. Let's think of the expensive makeup that we wear. Are revealing attires or see-through attires or extravagant jewelries that we wear. This does not represent you as it ought to represent you. We must watch out and make sure that in our style and beauty is with modesty and flair. Let us dress well. Let us dress well. How do you uh, manage or how do you represent or what is it which, what, what is it that you even want us to wear now I always tell people Holy Ghost will direct you it's not what your friend is wearing that will direct you because when you start to look at friends you start to look at neighbors you start to look at others to do your dressing then they are there to represent you but when you, you copy the wrong thing then there is a problem this will also reflect in our character a godly person reflects God's beauty by her character or his character. This will reflect in her character as described in the scripture as the fruit of the spirit. You can go read Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 23. Then what did first Peter chapter 3, 3 to 7 that I spoke about? What did he talk about beauty? He says, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold, jewelries, and fine clothes. Are you telling us that we can't braid our hair? No. But when you braid your hair or you carry the wig that is like hostile, is your hair as long as that? When you wear bangles that are from here, that reaches your elbow, is that the way you should represent God? It didn't say we shouldn't wear it, but we must be modest in anything that we do. Verse 4 says, instead, your beauty should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Unfading beauty. I pray that unfading beauty from inside to be revealed on our outside. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to make themselves beautiful. I know several times you have read these scriptures, but I pray that God will grant you understanding tonight. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master, or my Lord. That is where you see my own uh, 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 yes, sir, that I, I said to my husband, but people thought it is an another way, but I understand and he understands. By honoring your husband, don't just call your husband Jack or John or Peter. Thank God for this nation. You must look for special names. 
car to my husband. That's how I address my husband. A lot of you know all over the world because I've taught this several times in marriage and everything. I dress my husband as car. May they forever be as her in Jesus' name. And when you go to court, when you want to address the judge, you say, my Lord, isn't it? So why is it difficult to call your husband your Lord? People like to respect other people outside. I some of you that come to church, you don't respect your husband at home, but you respect other people's husband. May God help you and grant you the grace. That unfading beauty from inside will teach you what to do after hearing this lecture. Say like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters. If you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you of the precious gift of life. So that nothing will hinder your prayers. Husbands are also given the way that they can reflect the glory of God upon them to their wives. Like today, many wives or many men have made their wives to look ugly because of the way they treat or they describe their wives. Some men call their wives silly because I know men are listening to here. Some men threaten their wives. Some men talk to their wives anyhow. But God demands that we respect our husbands, our wives, husbands, and wives to respect their husbands. Some men will say, Why oh, do you look ugly like this? Did you not see this person? Why is it as if, you know? They just condemn their wives. But after this message, or after this uh, 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 word conference, you will all change in Jesus' name. Amen. Some call them, their, their wives ugly because of the way uh, they just want to treat them or describe them. Because of this act, those women will look down on themselves and they become stressed. And their beauty fades away gradually. Made your wife cry, 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 cry. That beauty should be unfading, unfading type of beauty. That beauty is not supposed to fade away. But because of the way you have spoken to your wife, you have made your wife to cry, you have made your wife to, to, to not have confidence in herself, you have done all these things. And that beauty is not coming up again. Someone that used to be robust and looking... Uh, fresh and green now begin to wither like vegetables may that not be a portion in jesus name Amen. let's admire our beauty let's admire our husbands uh, being handsome and let us reverence them in god holy ghost will teach us just told us about what it means to be beautified then the biblical meaning of glory glory is a fame or a renown is used to describe the manifestation of God's presence as perceived by human according to the Abrahamic religion. The word glory means brilliant. The word glory means radiant beauty. It is also sometimes used as a, in a religious way as a glow or light that appears around the head, or a holy person, or saint. The word glory. Magnificence, or great beauty, or high honor by notable achievements. 
A thing that is beautiful or distinctive, a special cause for pride, respect, or delight, is a glory. Glory comes upon you when you do that good thing. Amen. That's right. So let's radiate God's glory. When a child passes their exam, glory comes upon you. You'll be so proud to say, my, my son had A stars. He had triple A's. It's a glory. We are created and beautified to reflect him from glory to glory. With an everlasting and ever increasing glory. Hallelujah. The Lord Almighty will make us to continue to shine in his glory. It is to be conformed to his likeness. Glory. It is increasing in the character and the nature of God. Glory. When you begin to increase in the character of God, he said he has made us in his own image. Your, the glory of God continues to reflect upon your life. People look at you, they look at you as extraordinary because you are under the shelter of the Most High. Hallelujah. And then you dwell in his presence. So you begin to, people begin to see what they'll be seeing is the glory. They begin to see the structure is the glory. The way you do things will be different. Now let's look at God's glory from creation. It was God's glory that changed the story of creation. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And you have seen it read today also in the book of Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come. It's a glory. The glory of God is being revealed in the midst of terrible situations. Darkness has to disappear when the glory of God comes upon you. In the beginning of creation, he said, let there be light, and there was light. So read that Genesis chapter 1. He said, it was God's glory that changed the story of creation. Darkness, voidness, everywhere. In the midst of confu any confused state, when God's glory appears, things turn around. May we see his glory, even in this, at this time. It was God's glory that revealed Jesus when he was born. Because of time, I'm not going to be able to go there. Matthew chapter 2, 1 to 9. Write it down. It was Jesus. When Jesus was to be revealed when he was born, it was the glory. You look at that Matthew chapter 2, 1 to 9. Then look at uh, Luke chapter 2, 8 to 20. It was God's glory. That revealed Jesus to the shepherds. The good news. It was the glory of God. That the angel came to tell. To tell that revealed Jesus. So the shepherds were able to go. It was God's glory that transformed our lives. When we do not know our left from our, our right. We, do, we are not born again. Some of us our lifestyle is serious. We are beautified by his glory, but we do not know. Yet we walk in darkness. We walk much. When the time came, came for Jesus to change us. Say from glory to glory, he's changing me. He's changing me. The glory begins to change us from earthly things into the heavenly. Ah, that's how people say, it is too much. No, it is the glory. Tell them it is the glory. Sometimes you don't, you don't know that it is the glory. The way you act, hey, are you the only one that is born again? Yes. Because I met Jesus. I met Jesus. Look at the experience of Paul. Who had formerly been an enemy to God. 
on the way to Damascus, when he experienced in that book of Acts chapter 9, 3 to 5, go and read it. He said the glory of God shone around. Even the people that were with him did not see the glory. He was the only one. May you experience God's glory even at this time in the name of Jesus. It was God's glory that transformed us from glory to glory. Just as the Spirit of the Lord. And make us triumph in Christ. Second Corinthians, write all these scriptures down because you are not able to go to them. Chapter 2, 12 to 16. And same Second Corinthians chapter 3, 1 to 6. I pray in Jesus' name that God's glory will change us Amen. in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's look at uh, the glory of, of Christ. Or what I call the glory of transfiguration. In the book of Matthew 17, 1 to, 1 to 13, because of time, I won't be able to be going to read it. But when you get home, read it. When Jesus took Peter, James, and John to witness his glorification, he took them there. Because these are disciples. When you walk with the Lord in the light of, the, uh, of his word, there is a glory. That shines around you. That's what Rachel said. That it was that glory that these people were experiencing because they were faithful disciples. They were disciples that are attached to Jesus' loin. There are many people in the church, but there are some that will say, I really need to get this strength from God, this strength that this man of God, I want to get it. And you will get it. Mm. Because these people were tied to Jesus' loins. Mm. So everything Jesus do, they are always there. Every experience that Jesus experienced, they are always there. Even in their writings, the book that they wrote, they made reference to it. Their experiences. He said the, glo the glory of transfiguration. Jesus took Peter, James, and John to witness his glorification. He trusted them because of their commitment and faithfulness. And he took them with himself to witness the outstanding event in his ministry. Matthew chapter 26, 37. You can see this story there. Mark chapter 5, 37. Matthew 17, 1 to 13. It was God's glory. The disciples experienced it. Moses has represented the old covenant and the promise of salvation. While Elijah They restore all things. That you can see in Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 to 6. Peter's reaction at the glorious sight of his glory. He later spoke about it or wrote about it in that book of 2 Peter chapter 1, 16 to 18. When you experience something, the glory of God, when you begin to reflect it, people will not only see, but you will be able to talk about it. This is how God changed my life. In that Matthew chapter 17, 4 to 8, Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. This is when he experienced it. I had a taste of it. He doesn't want to leave the presence anymore. He said in that Matthew, he said, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put three shelters. One for you, one for Moses, 
and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to it. Listen to him. That book of Matthew chapter 4, chapter 17, 4 to 8. He said, when the disciples had this, they fell face down to the ground. Terrified. <laughs> May we experience this glory too. But we will not be terrified because we have been warned. Amen. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. He experienced his glory in Jesus' name. In that Matthew chapter 17, verse 6, he said, when the disciples had this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. Verse 8, when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. The glory of transfiguration reminds us of the book of John chapter 17, verse 5, that Jesus is Lord, or Jesus is God. In that book of John 17, 5, and now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Amen. You want to experience his glory? Walk with Jesus. Yes. Sit with Jesus. Eat with Jesus. Every time, anywhere they call his name, always be there. Both day and night, be there. Love Jesus. Be standing by Jesus. Then when you are closer to Jesus, then Jesus from the inside, as I said earlier on, begin to be revealed from the outside. The heavens and the earth, they also declare the glory of God. Oh, this, this is always a challenge. If the heaven can reflect God the way they are, we that are wonderfully and beautifully made should reflect God in a wonderful way. He said the heavens and the earth are beautified by his glory. They never cease reflecting his glory day and night. Look now, in London here, we're still seeing the sun, it's still reflect, uh, re reflecting the glory of God to the earth. If the sun refused to carry out its, man, uh, its ma uh, mandate, there is no way we can see daylight. If the moon or the stars refuse to carry out their mandate, then there is a problem. So what is your problem as man? That is even made in God's own image. All these things are just ordinary. They are made just for man to enjoy and everything. And yet, they are faithful to God. In that book of Psalm 19, verse 1 to 6, it never cease to reflect the glory of God day and night. When it is time for day, for day to move on, day will just wrap itself up and move. Then night will come. Take over. We can see when we work in industries, when day staffs come, sometimes even the night staff will be, they, they, they won't come on time. They delay God's work. Let us look at the moon and the stars so that God's work will not be delayed. Maybe the person that is coming to take over is getting late and will make that, that first person not to go. These, these uh, heavenlies, they don't joke. They are God's creation. They carry out God's mandate. They are so effective in the way they react. So that makes them to be, to be reflecting God all the time. In that Psalm 19, 1 to 6, it says, The heavens 
declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, the poor fought speech. Mm. They are talking to each other. Move on, move on. Mm. It's time for me to resume. It's time for me to, to carry out my mandate. Why is it that man that is created in God cannot represent or reflect God as they ought to reflect God? He said, day after day, the poor fought speech was too. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out all, all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, he has pitched a tent for the sun. The sun knows his face. The sun does not go beyond its own face. So that they can flow and reflect God. We can praise God. Human can now praise God and say, thank you for the sun. Even though some say the sun is coaching them. You go to some nation where the sun is more degree than the other. These people understand, they, under, they understand God. Uh, this uh, crea crea creation, creation understand God. So in their speech, he said there is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. When the sun comes out, it comes out in the morning. Morning glory is called. When you open your curtains, you know that it's time to wake up now. You can't sleep anymore. Because God, they are representing God well. So it's helping human work to go well as well. Number four, he said their voices go out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, he has pitched a tent for the sun, which is like the bridegroom coming from his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his curse. It rises one end of the heavens and it makes its circuit to the other. The way it, it moves is the way God has created, it doesn't occupy any other person's territory. To reflect God's glory, you don't need. To, 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 to imitate wrongly. The sun doesn't Im imitate darkness and said he wants to walk in darkness. No, it doesn't do it like that. It does it the way God has created it. He said in the heavens, he has set his tent for the, for, for the sun, which is like bridegroom coming forth from his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his curse. That is, they function well. They make God proud. And it's likened to, to a bridegroom that is rejoicing to get his bride. So in what they're doing, as they reflect God, they are happy in their job. You want to reflect God's glory? You must be a happy person. Because Jesus is always happy. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes it circuit to the, to the other. Verse 6. Nothing is hidden from his feet. Everyone experiences the heat of the of the of the of the sun. What is Psalm 19 talking about? The psalm considers the glory of God in creation and moves to reflect on the character and the use of the law of the Lord. It's a regular part of some of uh, the Jewish culture. God needs us to demonstrate His beauty as the heavens. Throughout, through the love to the world. Amen. In conclusion tonight, 
The book of Proverbs talks about some creatures. When I read this, I said, God, <laughs> there is nowhere that I will not get to on this planet Earth because you have made me to reflect you. You have beautified me from inside. And I conclude tonight with that book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 30, because I have five minutes to go. From 24 to 28. It talks about four beautiful creatures. Because everything God created is beautiful. Remember, we are created not to be an island. We are created to reflect God on a regular basis. We are created to bring beauty to the atmosphere. We are created to bring joy all around us. We are not created to make people sad. As the sun will not make you sad. As the moon will not make you sad. They bring time of refreshing around the whole world. And they function in their path. The same way those of us that are created in this image, we are God's own image. If we are God's own image, we should do better than all this. So Proverbs 30, 24-28 in conclusion says, Four things on earth are small. They are, when they say they are small, they are insignificant, these four things. Yet they are extremely wise. Mm. Can I say to us? Yeah, if we are human, we are not created like the moon, nor the star, nor, but we should learn from all these things that are created around us. If they can function properly, we also must function properly. Same thing with these four things that are created. They are small, these four things. There are several things that that proverb uh, person has written about that king. Agur, whatever they call his name. But I just speak from this side. He said, four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. So can I say to us, in reflecting God's glory, we must be wise. We must be wise. We must fix our thoughts on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We must not fix our thoughts on how the, how the uh, okay, is Brazilian air that they are using now. You don't have money for Brazilian, you go and buy Brazilian. Then you put yourself into debt. Is this that will make me look beautiful? That's not what you're talking. He said these four things are extremely wise. What do they do? And are creatures of little strength. You can just put your feet on them and kill them like this. When they are not much, you know. Yet they store up their food in the summer. And they are not lazy. They look so insignificant. They look as destroyer or anything, but as God created them, God made them to be wise. Proverbs chapter 6 talks about this ant. That we must be like the ants. That stores their food. They are hard working. Their connection work is so... You see, part of your beauty is to make you do good things. When you are beautiful from inside, you'll be able to think well. So if this creature that don't even have that beauty that we have from inside can make use of the grace of God upon their lives, how much more us? It talks about colonies are creatures of little power. Yet they make their homes in the crane. Go and see where they on the hill. Beautiful homes where they will live. If you are beautiful, your thinking should be 
That's what I'm talking about here. Beautiful, you should know how to spend money, how to make use of money. These aunts and them, they didn't have money to make their homes. You must know how to be wise. I'm talking about beautiful from inside. In Proverbs 30, verse 20, it says, Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. You see the way God structured our lives. He gave us parents. He gave, gave us rulers. He gave laws and everything that we follow. But these ones, locals, they don't have king. They don't have ruler. They don't have anything. But they structure their lives in a way that there is respect for the king, locals, that is for the queen, for this, for that. You know, our beauty must be to reverence one another. He said, these locals, they have no king. They have nobody to structure them. But we have the king of kings. Let us listen to him. King of kings representing on earth here, and he put people in place to oversee us. Number one, parent, parenthood and fatherhood. And this, but to us, we, we just like to copy wrong things. And we are specially made to copy good things. So these locals ask no, yet they advance together in ranks. They respect one another, so things are going on. I'm talking to the church of God today. There are ranks in the church. You have the senior pastor, you have the uh, associate pastor, let's not call junior because I know one that is junior. The associates. You have the elders, you have deacons, you have deaconesses. God makes things beautiful in his time for us. He placed all these people. Even he gave us a Jeremiah, Apostle Williams. Maybe that's one to mention. But you know, so look after us. Look at what happened during this COVID. We have always known anyway. Maybe to some people that are outside, they didn't know this thing. But when outsiders now begin to comment, it makes some people say to stand straight. What a pastor that is giving you everything. Let that beauty in us, let it transform us so that we can be respectful. He said, this locust has no king. Yet they advance together in ranks. And here comes the last. Now he's talking about a lizard can be caught with a hand. Lizards are everywhere. You see them everywhere. But there's something special about lizards. He said, yes, it is found in king's palaces. <laughs> I want to be that lizard. I will go in the presence of the king. Hallelujah. The king of kings and the lord of lords. I want to be that lizard. He said, lizards are found in king's palaces. The Queen of England cannot say that it's only the poor area that lizards should go. No. Lizard finds its way into the king's bedroom. You know, we have some leaders that are for the house and lizards that are. If the king go to his garden now, he will see a lizard there. Why did you know? Why can't you be that lizard and represent the beauty of God? You know, they, they, they represent God's beauty. Sometimes they are flowing, they are nodding their hair. They are saying, I'm, I'm wonderfully, I'm beautifully made. The lizard is telling you. Don't, don't you think I'm crawling? I, I have myself. a lot. I praise myself. I, he will jump on the, on, on top of the roof and come down. Bam! You think something are falling down. He said, no, I will not die. I shall not die but leave. But to continue to glorify. That's the way they can glorify the, 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 the Lord. And they will run. They will play. They do their thing. And all the rest of that. I want to be the leader that finds myself in the king's palace. That's right. You are wonderfully and beautifully made. Lisa doesn't see himself only and say that the palace doesn't belong to me. But one way or the other finds itself in the king's palace. 
have that lizard that wants to crawl for the Lord. I have that lizard that wants to reflect God on a regular basis. I, want, I have that lizard that wants to make God proud that, look, I'm not ordinary reptile, but you have created me to move. I have eyes and I'm thankful. I have ears and I'm thankful. I have nose I can smell. I have I'm sensitive that I can smell a, a, a problems when they are coming. And there are some tough leaders that even man have to run for them. <laughs> when they are coming because they can swallow man. Are you listening to me? I am not a wicked lizard, but I am that king lizard that can be found in the king's palace. That can be found in the king's room. When you look at some of these lizards, they are so they are so clean. They are so clean, even though they crawl on the floor. These ones that are found in the king's palace, or in some so in some of our bedrooms, they are so clean. When you look at them, you'll be able to reveal even outside to inside. They are not harmful at all. I want to be that not harmful lizard that we found in the king's palace. All what they are doing is worshiping there, praising there, thanking God that you did, you cre- you didn't create me like any other lizard. I'm not just like any other lizard. I'm the one that finds myself in the hole. If you like, make your bed and everything. They will come on that wall. Thank God for, 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 for this sort of uh, nation that we are. So, you want to be that lizard. I want to find yourself in the presence of God all the time. That is where you show your beauty. God has given us privilege. We don't need to go to take a plane or something before we get to heaven. Heaven is so real. God has seated us with himself in his right hand of the Father. And that is the opportunity we have to see and oversee and do the work like the Father. I pray that today we be like the leaders that find ourselves in the palace of the King. And may the Lord bless us. May the Lord keep us. May he shine his face upon us. Mm May we be, continue to reflect God on a regular basis like never before. Mm. May we be that lizard and find ourselves mm. in the presence of God to pray all the time, to intercede all the time, to worship Him all the time. Mm. Not that lizard that keep on asking, 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 no. But that lizard that want to worship God. Mm. That lizard that want to reflect God to the whole nation. That lizard that want to talk about Jesus everywhere we go. And God will make us to be in His presence all the time. May the Lord bless. Amen. Amen. And I hand over to Apostle. Shall we lift up our voice together and pray? There is a lot that God has spoken to us, but there is a scripture that came to me. If you look at all those animals that you know were mentioned in the book of um, Proverbs, Proverbs uh, thirty. Uh, 30 to 35. It says the first thing, ants, two, conies, three locust lizards. If you look at all these four animals, before you go further and look at lion and the rest of it, they are animals that look honest, but they are operated by the wisdom of God. Everything the Bible says they do, it's by the wisdom of God. And there's a scripture that God has put in our house to be praying. Psalm 85, verse 8. I will listen to what God, the Lord, will say. He promised peace to his people. 
his sins. But let them not turn to folly. We are going to pray, Lord. Solomon started with wisdom. He ended up with folly. And you can mention many, many more. We are going to tell the Lord, help me, O Lord, to listen to your voice that speaks to me. Give me your peace, O God. Help me not to turn to folly. Lift up your our God and King, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I don't want to end up in folly. Tell God, help me to listen to your voice, your divine voice from heaven. Help me to listen to your voice, O Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus, to receive your peace that you have given me. Help me to operate in the wisdom of heaven. Tell the Lord, help me not to turn to folly. I will not turn to folly. Holy, oh God, as you gave Lisa the wisdom, and you gave the aunt the wisdom, and you gave Locust the wisdom, the wisdom you gave me, help me use it. All these animals used the wisdom you gave them. They did not turn to folly from generation to generation. They do the same thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me not to turn to folly. Help my heart not to turn away from you. Help me to listen to your voice. That I hear daily. Let your word tonight transform me. Tell God, let your word tonight change the way I think. Let your word tonight change the way I reason. Let the word, your word tonight change my entire being. So that my life will please you. The sun, the moon, and the star and the day never break around. Tell the Lord every contention in my heart. Take it away from me. Help me, Lord, to fulfill my function like nature. Things that would make me not to reflect, me to your, reflect glory. your glory, oh God. From my life in let my life be fragrant unto people. Let my life be fragrant. Pray and tell the Lord. Let my life be fragrant. Let my life be fragrant in the name of Jesus. Our God and our King. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Father Lord. They can read your peace. Thank they can read your leadership experience. They can read everything of God. That you have put in me, O oh God, to beautify my life. We bless Thank you, Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' holy name we Amen. pray. Amen. Our God and King, I lift up everyone under my voice across the globe unto you. We looked at all these animals that your servant said, cunning, locust, lizard. But you see, they use the strength you give them. From generation to generation, they did not change the style. They didn't change the pattern. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They continue in the same pattern. The same, the moon, the star. <clears throat> they continue in the function which you created them to do. So, Lord, I pray. Everything that the devil is using against us to change the ways that God has ordained us in trying to please ourselves, displeasing God, I command them to be removed from us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Today that you have come to hear the word of the Lord, may the word of the Lord that you have had transform your life. Amen, amen. May the word of the Lord you have had have effect in you. Amen. By the time you come back tomorrow, it shall be greater. Amen. Anyone that, is, that was sick, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone amen. that was... Um, uh, be made miserable. You are restored in the name of Jesus amen, Christ. Amen, amen. <clears throat> I join my prayer with the prayer of the pastor who prayed earlier. Pastor who was talking about problems that are related to women. If a woman has been oppressed or a woman has been deprived or a woman 
had been so battered that she is in sadness now. I decree, let there be light. Amen. Lord, let peace and joy of God enter into every house. Let it percolate into every flesh. Amen. You are made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And if you are not born again and you are watching this program at this time, I want to give you a privilege. I want to close your eyes where you are. Put your right hand on your left chest and say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you died for me. I surrender my life to you today. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I ask you to forgive me all my sins. From today, I become your child. Take control of my life completely. I repent of all my sins. I receive forgiveness from you, Father. In the name of Jesus, by the blood shed on Calvary. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Before I bring in uh, Pastor uh, Bumi, who will come in and just... um, uh, uh, give thanks and stuff. Uh, I want to I want to thank every one of you who have come. Uh, I saw some ministers on the on uh, with us. Um, uh, Reverend Lola Oyebade um, and also um, uh, Reverend um, Tomemiwo uh, Stella Tomemiwo and uh, also Reverend Josephine Collier. And I want to thank uh, Reverend Mr. Lamy as well. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. Mm-hmm. And if you are a minister, if you are not a CFT minister, I'm talking about now. I'm thanking the, the people who are, are friends who have joined this meeting. If you are joined this meeting, you are not a member of CFT, you are very, very welcome. And we thank you for it. You can contact us on the information on the board. Just send us a text and we'll be able to serve you better. We'll communicate all that to Nigeria. If you are you are texting us from Nigeria, uh, our headquarters in Nigeria is um, Christ Tabernacle uh, Ogba, number 15, 15 Adedoin Street, Ogba, Lagos, opposite Zenith Bank. You cannot miss it. It is very prominent, and that church has affected lives and changed many people in the area that they are very very well noted. You. I thank all of you who came from Lagos Church. I thank those of you. I can see India. I can see people from Europe, Ireland, and uh, uh, where, where I can see uh, Germany. I can see Pastor Benson also from Bristol. May the Lord continue to strengthen you. I hand over to you, uh, Pastor Bumi, just um, to round up before we close. Okay. Thank you, Daddy. Um, first and foremost, I want to really appreciate mommy. I think.